What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report, and it is Tuesday. Tightwad Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Country and Western Tuesday. Depends on what you're a fan of, I guess. It's no- January 14th, 2020. And we have the Women's Forum this Thursday, ladies. Drive on over to L.A. for the Women's Forum at 7 p.m. till like 8.30ish. Um, here at Bond in Los Angeles, our current location. We're still here, month to month right now. Jason Lee Peterson announced our status update in church. Make sure you're turning into church, tuning into church with Jesse Lee Peterson. I have these clips that I want to get to right away, and then I will get to calls. Because if I don't get to the clips right away, then you're just not going to hear them, ever. And I think that you will enjoy these. Um, and I do have a little bit more info about this gay guy who committed suicide. You heard it from me at the beginning of the show yesterday. I talked about it because he had, was a gay conservative guy, supposedly, or liberal, who protested against the transgenders, or drag queens, I should say, um, doing their story hours, reading to kids with, with um, misguided mothers who take their children over there to be read to by drag queens. And a drag queen is a Man who dresses up like a woman in, like, ridiculous, gaudy outfits. Disgusting. (laughs) And I don't know why mothers think that it's good. But anyways, um, we're live in hour four of Jesse Lee Peterson's stream on YouTube, DLive, Periscope, hey guys, and um, Mixer.com slash JLP Talk. And then I will get to your calls. You guys can call in 888-775-3773. But um, first, I want to get to this AB5 thing. Some of you guys may know more about this than I do. Some of you may not have really heard about this at all. AB5, I've tried to cover it for two days now, Sunday and Monday. Maybe even before that. I think I may have touched on it in Hake News. I heard a ton about it from my family when I visited them for Christmas because my brother-in-law's father has been a trucker since I've known him. A trucker, meaning he trucks. A lot of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show listeners are truckers. I've never known that there are so many blacks who were truckers, but there's a lot of black trucker listeners to the Jesse Lee Peterson Show and to the Hake Report, by the way. Shout out, guys. So they listen, they tune in through, and they're, there's all types of truckers all across the country. Good money, I heard, too. Yeah, Joel says good money, he heard. So, with these truckers, they're being affected by this AB5 law. And it's not just truckers, it's this AB5 law is targeting Uber, really. And some of these newfangled apps by which you can get stuff delivered to you or drive people around or whatever. Postmates... Uber, Lyft, um, various things, various um, apps on your, on your smartphone that you can make money if you're a driver or you can pay money <laughs> for stuff to be driven to you or driven around. So much more, so much simpler, at least I think, than getting, calling a cab, taxi, whatever, or calling a tram to get to the, take you to the airport. So... They call it an independent contractor. These guys who are drivers, they, they hire them as independent contractors. Part, part of the reason being that then they don't have to pay for their insurance, um, health care, dental, whatever. I don't know what people, what employers in California are required to cover, especially big employers like Uber. But California is a very socialist state the people's republic of california they don't like like you to even carry your 
your guns. They don't believe in the right to bear arms. <laughs> Not these bear arms, but, um, my arms. <laughs> but actually, like, carry your guns, even though it's in the Constitution. Hello? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm supposed to hold the cough button. Well, they call that a freelance economy because you can set your own hours, work whenever you want. Not even just set your own hours, just work whenever you feel like it. Turn on this Uber thing, let me drive for a few hours. I have some free time, let me make some extra money. All kinds of people are doing it. And they also call it a gig economy. And then there's other independent contractors, such as the truckers. M many truckers work for a company, but work they work as an independent contractor. Sometimes they own their own trucks. But this law is getting rid of that because the pretense is to protect workers, right? But it's killing the freedom of association, the right to work, the right to contract. All because liberals are attacking Uber for supposedly taking advantage of drivers. Democrats are worse than Uber. And Uber is pretty liberal. <laughs> Uber banned some uh, people for free speech. Um, they banned, what's her name? Laura Loomer for saying, I can't find a Muslim, Uber and Lyft. I can't find a non-Muslim in New York. <laughs> non-Muslim Uber driver. It was after an attack. It was not politically correct. She tweeted it out and maybe tweeted some other, maybe nasty things, I guess. And then they banned her from the app, from using the app. Crazy, huh? And nowadays, a lot of people rely on Uber and Lyft. People who drink, who get drunk at bars, will take an Uber home as opposed to um, drive drunk or rely on a designated driver or whatever, somebody who goes with them to the bar but doesn't drink or at least doesn't drink that much, whatever. So it's just, it's crazy. Um, Lorena Gonzalez is the woman who wrote this law. And I've mentioned her a few times and I talked about her husband. Her name is actually Lorena Gonzalez Fletcher. <laughs> she married this guy Fletcher who's a fan of Obama, supports uh, so-called dignity and respect for the homosexuals, right? I covered this yesterday. Well, Mr. Sanctuary State himself, the governor, Gavin Newsom of California, formerly married to, um, what's that woman who's Don Jr. is, li is I think, living with? Um, I'm blanking on her name. She's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. She's a former Fox News 5 co-host. But anyways, um, Gavin Newsom with the beta baby. Yeah, G Kimberly Guilfoyle. Thank you, Nick. Signed. Gavin Newsom signed this into law. It may get struck down. It doesn't seem, it seems unpopular even amongst liberals. Liberal workers, liberal uh, writers, writers, jur so-called journalists, you know. Because a lot of journalists are freelance workers. And then they, um, a bunch of them got fired from Vox.com, which is a very far-left outlet. So, so I have a bunch of clips from KUSI, which is a local San Diego news um, station, TV station. Assemblyman, female assemblyman, Lorena Gonzalez-Fletcher, feminist, because she has that hyphenated last name, responds to Californians hurt by AB5. And I, let me play these. Um... First, let me kick off with this one. I want to introduce it a little bit, though, because it could potentially be confusing if I don't explain what it is. So, uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and play this. I forget, I forget what it said. Very unprofessional. I'm fired. Let's go with part A, Joel. I have a ton of clips to play. And we're not so here to vilify you right. at all. We I just do want you, you to start hold on. Let me information. There hold are on. Thousands Let us, of our format here is we're going to let each other okay. talk it out. Absolutely. I just want to make sure we're operating with. If you have a fact, if okay. you can show but something not, where you got that number from, you're not letting me. You've okay. got to let us talk. So just what? I, I love a strong woman that wants <laughs> to speak her mind and fight for other people. I love that. Thank so you. we want to let you do that, and we'll. We also want to. Uh, represent what we've heard and from our uh, sure. from our viewers also. Sure. They need men to be interviewing these people. And they need to, men not to, <laughs> I don't know. It's a mess. You heard that. These are, so what you just heard, if you weren't watching and you didn't catch on, these are two female reporter, journalists, women, women, 
interviewing this um, Lorena Gonzalez woman, and they're saying, "Oh, I love." One of them said, "This reporter, so-called, said, I love that you're a strong woman, supposedly standing up for the turn for the little man.' It's pathetic." So, um, they're gonna explain in part B that freelance workers have lost their jobs. And then I think that you're gonna hear Lorena Gonzalez saying they're not jobs. Listen to this. What do you have to say sure. to those freelance journalists, those independent contractors who were working sure. and have now lost their jobs because of AB5, your bill? First of all, it wasn't a job. These aren't jobs. These are freelance positions that may be three hours a month and it may be 300 hours a month. It was how they were and, supporting themselves. And not all, not all. Sometimes it was a site. Most. <laughs> See, she's, she just goes to the not all, not all. It's just like the liberals. When Jesse Lee Peterson tells the truth about what's happening with illegal aliens or liberal, I mean, blacks or whatever, women, they say not all. They obfuscate. And then um, she said, these are not jobs. Yes, they are jobs. And you'll notice that this stupid journalist, they only care about the, um, they only got the publicity, not about the truckers who are suffering, but about the what? The self-important journalists, the writers. They don't care about the normal workers. Well, they don't hear about it, right? It's kind of like when, oh, they were totally fine with Obama until he attacked the journalist. <laughs> I think he spied on a journalist or something. So let's go. Here's more explanation. I have like three clips worth of explanation. These Part are two. folks who who run the gamut from writing um, once a month or once every three months to every single day. And but they said, gamut, OK, that gamut is exactly what they wanted, though, because it was their choice to mm -hmm. to work when it suited their schedule, when it suited their budget, when it suited the rest of their life. Just like we heard from that that journalist, she was a military wife. Mm -hmm. So if her husband was away or not, depending on the age of the kid, you know, I can actually absolutely see that that is an attractive thing mm -hmm. to be able to do, which is is work when you can, but you don't have to. Sure. These are our choices and our freedoms that a lot of people are saying are now taken away. Duh. But no, this woman doesn't support that. Here's part D. What this said is if a company wants to use one individual over and over and over again and still not give them the benefits of um, a minimum wage, overtime, social security, workers' compensation, unemployment insurance, all the things that we expect out of employment that hopefully you receive here that other journalists receive in their jobs, that you can't have somebody do it more than 35 times in a year before you have to say, okay, they're actually in play. Stupid. That's, what, that's how uh, socialism slash communism slash... Uh, encroachment on our rights works. They say, oh, you can't, you can't decide that you want to work for a little less. <laughs> minimum wage, we need to get rid of minimum wage. Not enforce it on everybody. Stupid. But um, that's how it works. They just encroach more and more and more on the right of a worker and an, an employer to make a deal that works, works for them. Here's a little bit more about so-called employees' rights. Most corporations and most businesses abide by the law. They hire employees. That means that employee has certain rights. Um, they have the right to Social Security, which independent contractors don't. When a company doesn't actually hire somebody as an employee, they're skirting the responsibilities of contributing to their Social Security. They have the right to um, at least minimum wage and overtime, workers' compensation, paid family leave, sick days. So when a company says, we don't want to take that on, the best they can do is contract with a business. That means nobody's getting hired and fired. It's a vendor relationship. And if you have the ability to have that vendor relationship, great. But if we just said any person could come along and say, it's okay to, to treat me differently as an employee. It's okay to hire me and not pay me minimum wage or overtime. It's okay to not have to contribute to my social security. That becomes a standard for all of us. And that Good. means none of us will have a job that actually pays into those things. That means Good. no employer would be responsible for that because they could say, we're just gonna hire people who don't care if we give them these protections. The state is here to provide protections. Labor laws apply to ensure that all of us have something there. That's a lie. The state is there to force the so-called employers to do more for this, for the people that 
they're so the state the Democrats are so generous with other people's money so pathetic We should be free to make all those things without being forced to cover that mess um, Here's here's a the, one of the journalists pointing out that that's taking the choice away from people AB5 has really taken the choice away from me, and it's been made for me before I've even gotten a chance to step up to the plate. Well, absolutely. Is it your choice if you want to work for less than minimum wage? Do we yes. allow that? It's Is my it choice be. if I want to have a full-time job or if I want to have a 9-to-5 job, if I want to work in an office or my home. That's still your choice. That's mm. still your choice. But what we don't nope. allow is companies to say, we will only hire people who are willing to give up their, their, their protections for minimum wage, for overtime. Uh, it, it's let's take it way back, right? This is labor law in the United States in general. We don't allow people to say, um, I have a 12 year old who wants to work. It's their choice. They want to work. Go ahead and let them work. We yes. don't allow that because then it's a race to the bottom. What we want to ensure that it's a fair playing field and that businesses who do the right thing aren't put at a competitive disadvantage. And let's be honest, this doesn't just affect that worker of choice. This affects all of us because when a worker doesn't have workers' compensation or health care, what happens when they go to the emergency room? See, there's, this is how they do it. They pretend, oh, it's because all of us have to take care of the of the people that go to the emergency rooms. So it's just making it more costly for taxpayers unless we just make force the employers to do it to cover it then uh oh it's fine. She's she's evil. Um what else did she say? Oh, 12-year-olds working. I was forced to work. Jesse Lee Peterson was forced to work. We didn't necessarily work for money. We worked for the family. But Jesse worked in the fields as a kid. What about the child labor laws? Stupid. It's these Democrats are swooping in with their fake solutions, pretending that they're protecting people. Here's part H talking about a woman. This, there's a woman that, that is interviewed by this uh, news organization, KUSI, who voted for her. She gets what she deserves. Voted Democrat, but she was a translator and then she lost her job because of it. But what about the people who were contractors, who were self-employed, and they liked the way that their setup was? It makes it so that this, it's like the government is telling them, you don't actually know how to negotiate for yourself, and so we're going to step in and help you. But, other, but some of these people um, that are affected by this are saying, no, we love the way that our work system was set up. So pathetic. Here's uh, part I, Lorena Gonzalez, talking about unions, right? H. Okay. Yeah, do that one. She's been doing this for more than three decades. She's voted for you, but she feels betrayed by this legislation. We talked to her earlier this week. Take a listen to this. Because you want to unionize, I should be out of a job. I have the same right to work in this state, just like everybody else. And again, I, all I'm asking is, let me do my job. Let me pay taxes to bring revenue to the state. You're penalizing me for what? For actually being a taxpayer who wants to work and does not want to be on the welfare rolls? I don't want to be on it. I love this country. It makes no sense to me. This is beyond politics for me. And I think it is for all of us. It is about our livelihood at this point. So now she's saying she has lost the ability to make a living because of AB5. And I, I, I'm sorry, and I, I feel that she does feel that way, but I don't think it's true. Lying. <laughs> um, here, here's, a, here's a clip about them. She would love for everybody to be in unions, this stupid woman. Here it is. It has nothing to do with union or non-union. It has to do with are you an employee or not. Just because somebody is employee does not mean they're union. That's ludicrous. It'd be great for I think it would be great if all employees were unionized, but that's not the situation. What an evil woman. This is kind of what it's about, I think. Well, or at least partly. It's the Democrats pretending that they're taking care of you. Unions are just basically for like the lazy people, the angry people. And yeah, so some workers do get do work hard in the and they are part of unions, but these unions are like the gateway towards socialism, like the government taking over. And the unions, the 
Democrats in the state, they're in the pockets of the unions. And they pretend like they're taking care of the people, when in reality they're taking care of themselves and their own votes. Just spoiling people. Acting like she needs to be the nanny of all the people. And say, now you, you employers, you take care of these workers way more than they deserve it. <laughs> it's pathetic. Um, I have a tweet from... I have a picture of a tweet in uh, that main folder, Joel. And it says, was, it was a tweet from KUSI News, this organization that interviewed her, the local news there in San Diego, asking, was, was AB5 designed to fa- favor labor unions by reclassifying freelancers and independent contractors as employees? The bill's author, Lorena S. Gonzalez, says it wasn't, but added, I think it would be great if all employees were unionized, as you just heard. Crazy. Yeah, it's in there. Well, I mean, it, maybe it wouldn't, wasn't fully copied. You didn't see it. Um, crazy. And then I have some tweets in the, um, in the California folder, Joel. This one is from Emma Gallegos. And she's a Central Valley, California journalist. Central Valley, I think, is up north a little ways from us. Saying the New York Times is hiring a contractor to write about California real estate, but because of AB5, they will not be hiring anyone in California. Because AB5 says no general contractors, I mean, no <laughs> independent contractors. And they have, like, certain, certain things about it. My brother has looked into it, actually, a lot. Because he's affected by it. He's an independent contractor. And one of the things is you can't be doing the work that the company itself does. And what does the New York Times do? Journalism. And what, was a, what would a general, was, would an independent freelance journalist contractor do in California? Journalism. So you can't do it. <laughs> you can only hire a contractor to, like, fix the toilet or something. Or paint the, paint the building, New York Times building. It's pathetic. Um, and then this guy, Miles Howard, another, I'm presuming a liberal journalist guy. And he's actually, a, he has his pronouns in his Twitter profile. When you have your pronouns in your Twitter profile, that means I'm not, that means that you're kissing up to the transgenders, right? Kissing up to the LGBTQ community. So this guy, Miles Howard, seemingly a liberal journalist guy, he says the thesis behind AB5 in California is already spreading to other states. And all I can say is that if your solution to contract worker misclassification is to make contract work financially impossible altogether, you are not a friend of working people. And he, quote, tweeted none other than New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who said the gig economy is thriving, but corporations aren't sharing the spoils with workers. Pathetic. So the government's going to swoop in and save the workers from those mean old employers who are giving them a living, who are providing them a job, right? Not giving them a living, but allowing them to earn a living. We must end the exploitation of independent contractors by passing legislation that appropriately classifies workers and reaffirms their rights. State of the State 2020, making progress happen. So fake. What a mess. 40% of the workforce will be in jobs in New York, I guess, related to the gig economy. Governor Cuomo will propose legislation to make sure these workers are appropriately classified and aren't denied protections and benefits they deserve. So just forcing the employers to cover stuff that they don't, shouldn't have to cover. Employers should have the freedom to make, and the, and, and the workers themselves should have the freedom to make whatever deal they want. But it's this pretense that employers are oppressive and not the government. <laughs> yeah, employers can do some wrong things sometimes. But... These people, evil. Bunch of Democrats. Um, I'm going to get to this gay guy versus this drag queen. I have a little bit more details about it. But let me get to some calls first. Let's see. Chris out of Arizona. Chris, how are you? Hi, James. I'm great. How are you? Doing fine. Nice to hear from you. 
Thank you. I took a trip to the border this weekend. Wow. Dangerous. Where, where it's going up. Nice. Right on. Nice. It's beautiful. And it, I took lots of great pictures. Let me ask, Chris, is it new wall or is it new wall replacing old dilapidated wall? Okay. It is new wall replacing old wall, but the old dilapidated wall is so easy to crawl through and get through yeah. that it is so needed right there. Exactly. This is the most dangerous place. In 2010, a forest ranger was murdered. Wow. I mean... I think I remember that. Yeah. And they have a memorial memorial for this um, forest ranger there at... his name. Well, I can remember his name because the same name as mine, except his name is spelled with K. Chris. Yeah. Christopher. And, uh... Is it southeastern Arizona or is it southwestern Arizona? <laughs> <I'm so laughs> Just curious. With directions. <laughs> South eastern. Okay. Southeastern yeah, Arizona. That's where I used to visit. Near the border. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right at the border. I live two miles from the border. I can find uh, discarded backpacks and, and tennis shoes and different things on my property from illegals that have, you know, come up. They, they discard things. They just leave trash wherever they're, they're yep. going. And so where I was was Oregon Pipe National Monument. Wow, nice. And that's where Chris was murdered, protecting um, people who were there visiting uh, the Oregon Pipe area because you can go hiking there and camping there. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, the saguaros are amazing. Oh, yeah, I've been there. That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so I got You're talking about the cactus, right? The cacti? Yes, the, the saguaro cactus. cactus. Saguara. Nice. Saguaro, the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just fields and fields of them. Yeah. so, so gorgeous. I even got a picture of the moon. Nice. Next to the mountain with a saguaro in front of the mountain, I, I was like, I cannot believe I got this shot, you know? That's awesome. It, it was so beautiful. It was awesome. But isn't that a so, shame? Um, like, I remember going down in that area, and there was places where they didn't, they recommended people not go. I don't correct. know if it was there exactly, but places where American citizens... where I'm not supposed to go. Yeah, American I citizens go are not safe in their own country because the illegals are crossing, and many of them you are... You are correct. Criminals, yes. drug, drug cartel people. Crazy. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, while I was driving, I looked out the window through the wall, and I could see a woman in her backyard. There's a, a highway in Mexico right on the other side of the wall, Kita Paquita. And you can see them, the trucks going by. And, uh, and uh, I just watched a woman in her backyard, and I'm like, you know, that's where the cartel would be yeah. to get over to, to here in America. They would stop at that house and say, hey, we need some food or whatever, in yeah. my opinion. I'm just guessing. Yeah, you never know. They The people don't have sovereignty anymore. Even the government is at the mercy of the cartels, it seems like. It looks like it to me, too, especially with the, uh, the that town where the people were murdered. Yeah. And the police couldn't even go in and, and help them. And when the police did, the police were attacked and murdered. Oh, gosh, I can't remember what town that was, but it was. Was this gruesome. was this one of the recent stories? Uh, the past three months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, Jesse told Kelly this morning, don't expect a reward. Relax and just be. I really liked when he said that. I liked that, too. He said that um, God doesn't give you stuff be as a reward for doing what's right. He gives you stuff because you're his child. That's the way I was raised. I mean, I went into the bathroom and I cleaned the bathroom top to bottom. I walked up to my mom. And I said, Mama, I just cleaned the bathroom. She said, <laughs> yep, you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing Jesse said today was perfect love equals no fear. Yeah. That's in the Bible, too. It's a fact. Where? Do you know where? Um, it's in the New Testament, I want to say. I'll Pers look it up. I'll find it. Yeah. It says perfect love so, drives out fear. Yeah. So uh, 
on the border, I, I know I'm flip-flopping yeah. two different subjects, but I just wanted to just say what a good job Jesse did today, and I really uh, was, you know, listening. You also mentioned this morning about that border agent that was, no, no, yeah, uh, Brian Terry. Brian Terry, yeah, murdered? from from oh yeah, because I talked about the Fast and Furious scandal, the Fast and Furious thing, mm-hmm. where it was Obama's administration. They took American guns, yep, sold it to the um, enemy, and then the two guns were left at the spot where he was murdered. Two of the guns. <laughs> that they is so crazy. To, what what did they want to do? They wanted to track the guns to try to catch capture the bad guy give me a break yeah i think it was what the what the speculation i heard at the time was was it was a way to um create an excuse to crack down on guns i thought maybe i'm wrong but i know that in general eric holder was involved with this right or allegedly and he was held in contempt over not I think addressing it to Congress held in contempt Correct. of Congress. He refused. He refused to give over documents. And then Obama pleaded executive privilege, which the <laughs> the Democrats are pretending that they're going to be so um, outraged if Trump declares executive privilege to prevent John Bolton from testifying over this something even lesser, something extremely lesser. little. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, Trump, it was perfectly fine what he was doing. The only problem was it was potentially uncovering um, unsavory dealings between the, the Bidens and Ukraine and impossibly uh, the DNC people. Yeah, go, go Remember ahead. the sheriff uh, Arpaio of Maricopa County? Yeah. How Paul Penzone said that he had missing guns? Wow. During the Obama administration. Put two and two together here, right? Who knows? That's, Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure, but he claims that when he did the inventory on the guns yeah. in the zone, after Arpaio was the sheriff, yeah, where did those guns go? <laughs> they went here. Wow. Interesting. I mean, I'm just speculating. Who knows? Yeah. But, I mean, the Obamas, they're, they're, so, they're not for what's right. That's what, all it comes down to. The Obamas, the, the Democrats, the um, Eric Holder types. Eric Holder had that famous, infamous um, line from decades ago, I want to say, where he said, we need to brainwash the American people against guns (laughs) to fight for gun control. Eric Holder, the the attorney general who's supposed, the top law enforcement guy, supposed to uphold the Constitution, right? The Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, right? It's a right, it's a right given to us by God, and then the the um, Second Amendment says it sh- you guys better not infringe on it. But they're doing it Was left he and right. the head of the U.S. border of alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives? Was he was head that? of that? Or was there another person? I don't know if he was or not. But ATF. in the article, yeah. it says that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Alcohol, tobacco, fire, firearms, <laughs> <Yeah>. and explosives. <laughs> they lost track of most of the guns. Including wow. the two found at Terry's death. Incompetence and corruption. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of both, huh? I appreciate it, Chris. Good talking with you. Thank you. And thank you for you the have report. A good afternoon, thank you for the report on the wall uh, going up. That's very yeah. good news. <laughs> thank you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Let me get to. Let me get to Louie out of Idaho real fast. Louie, good to hear from you. Thanks for calling. Louie. Louie, can you hear me? Louie, Louie. Louie, Louie. Louie. Hold on. He's not ready. It's a great song, though. Um, Lauren from Idaho. Lauren, what's up? Hey, James. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for calling. Hey, I was just uh, going to add something to the AB5 um, discussion that you had earlier. Yeah, please. Um, you know, a lot of people thinking that it's mainly aimed, well, it is aimed at um, people like Uber and stuff like that. And it, it, it does affect those people.
truckers and journalists, but um, it also affects people that uh, uh, are in bands, musicians, yeah. and DJs. I was thinking about that. Play for clubs. Yeah, I used to DJ um, in San Francisco in the club I used to have a, a residency at. They paid me, they actually paid me by check. I play a couple times a week and then on the weekends. Yeah. Um, and I know I know people that still perform in the Bay Area. And, um, yeah, basically these clubs, unless they pay them under the table, they're going to actually have to hire these people as, um, as, as workers and give them benefits. And, you know, clubs and these bars just aren't going to do that. That's insane. So there, there's a lot of worry amongst um like I said, amongst people and bands, musicians and DJs, that this is going to seriously affect the uh, the nightlife and music industry in California. Yeah, imagine you you play once a week, once or tw- once or twice every two weeks at a at a place. Then that's more than thirty five times per arbitrary number thirty five. <laughs> and now all yep. of a sudden you're an you have to be an employee. They have to cover your dental insurance or something stupid. Yeah, that's the problem is the full uh, the full insurance and the dental. Um, I mean, cause some of these clubs wouldn't have a problem hiring some of us. It's just the added expense of taking us. I mean, yeah. why, why, you know, I mean, why would they take us on at that level when they could, I guess, you know, they could, they could just hire someone and have them pay like a yearly salary. There'd be no reason to look for outside entertainment. Yeah, and then there would be just, it would get rid of the variety that they exactly that they it. allow. That's exactly it. Like yeah. this Vox, this so, this Vox company. What some of my friends are saying. Yeah. What some of my friends are saying is that they're going to need to, you know, if they're in a band, for instance, they're going to have to sign a band leader, and then that band leader would basically be like the union head, and he would be he would be responsible for collecting the paychecks and doing the payroll salary. And again, if you know the nature of bands. A lot of times, the members of bands, you know, the lineup changes, different people do studio projects, they can't be around. So AB5 is just going to decimate a lot more things than people realize. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's unintended consequences. <laughs> Jupiter says, yeah, hey, intended. stop staring at me. <laughs> I mean, how, you know what I mean? It could be intended consequences, like they say. They, you know, California has been against people like Lyft and Uber since they started. Yeah. You, you, it's a very good point. They're, they're, they are evil and malicious. It's true. It is. People and who are, people who are compassionate are also malicious, I would say. <laughs> you, that's funny. Compassion, you know, it, it goes along with the humanism and liberalism, and it's actually, it, it's, it's anti-human. You think right. compassion and stuff would be good, but that means that you're judging something through emotion instead of, um, instead of, you know, experience and uh, uh, thinking through it intelligently. Yeah. I mean, if you fall, compassion sounds like it's good and something that, um, you know, that people may want, but actually implemented, it's, uh, it causes the exact opposite of what it wants to address. The other thing is, like, that I forgot to mention, when you, now that you bring up that emotion and stuff like that, com- so-called yeah. compassion, um, this lady... Lorena Gonzalez, she's a phony. You look at her, she's just phony. You can just tell that she's fake with this fake yeah, smile. Yeah, she's one of those women that uh, they have, you know, they put on a nice smile. And, yeah. Uh, they, they talk well, but underneath, they're just, they're conniving Jezebels. Yep. Basically. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> um, another thing, um, yesterday you were mentioning, I think you had asked people to comment about, um, about immunization of vaccines. Yeah. So uh, my take's an interesting take on it. I mean, I, I fully believe in getting vaccinated and getting your flu shot. My dad has has gotten it his whole life, and he's he's, he's turning ninety three. They had um, flu shots. I don't have a problem that the, I don't have a problem with people then? that don't get vaccinated. You said you don't have a problem if we don't. No, because if I'm vaccinated and more majority of us are vaccinated, what what? Why would it matter if someone's not vaccinated? Right, we're already. We're already, you know what I mean? So, like Jesse says, let them suffer and die, but it's, it's no problem to me. Yeah. I mean, if, if I want to get vaccinated, I have no problem if someone else or their family doesn't want to get vaccinated, because supposedly I'm already safe. Right. <laughs> you know, you know like, there's, they try, to, they try to get around that argument by talking about how in schools certain kids 
aren't old enough to get the vaccination or whatever, and so you're putting them at risk by putting them with other... Un- I don't really understand it. But they, um... It's just a way to... It's just an excuse. They're exploiting any excuse that they can to control. Because, the, you know, yeah, you, you women... You know they, you how they say right that there. women are controlling and manipulative? Well, that's what these... Yeah. That's what these liberal, the media, the uh, so-called doctors who are unhealthy themselves, most of them, and um, the... Yeah, you're right. The Democrats, the uh, politicians, they're like that. And then they'll... They'll brainwash people, you know, teach them all these things about, oh, vaccinations and stuff like that, health and so-called science, their version of science, so that those people believe them, and then they'll jump down the throats of the people that question it, that don't, that don't you know, trust I, the authority. I don't, understand, I don't understand the big deal about vaccinations anyways. I mean, what are they vaccinating us against? Like, you know, I've had chicken pox, I've had measles, I've had, I mean... Right. These are normal things that build up your immune system after after you beat them. And, like, I don't know, like, what are they putting into these vaccines? I mean, I don't mind getting them because I've, I mean, I'm really healthy. I'm never sick. You know, like I said, my nice. dad's lived forever. Um, but I, what are they vaccinating again? What are they putting in these things? Why I do don't they even need to do it. I don't exactly know. But I know that because of these stupid policies of globalism, Liberal policies allowing um, homelessness to fester, these rats coming in. There's, there's now, like, third world and middle, middle ages diseases, right? Like typhus oh, sure. and typhoid mess. In San Francisco, where I was from, I mean, they had outbreaks of typhoid. They, yeah. they, had, outbreaks of le- they had outbreaks of leprosy, yeah. which is like a completely third world disease. Yeah, a, a, a street preacher, I think. Lost his leg. He had to get his leg amputated because he was oh, yeah, ministering right. amongst the... I forgot the... that man's name, but I was watching, uh, watching a video about him. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people that actually, you know, they're, I forgot which island off of Hawaii is like a, a leper colony. But, you know, the, the majority of clergy and doctors that have went there to help these people, they've caught it. And wow. now they, you know, basically contain to that island of Hawaii, which is basically just run by lepers. <laughs> Man. Leprosy is a really interesting disease. Um, yeah. So, uh, thank God it's it's not that prevalent in America. But I mean, like I said, in San Francisco, they were starting to see some of these things. I mean, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, um, those things are rampant in San Francisco. Mainly yeah. passed through intravenous drug use. Yeah, and the out of control sex stuff. All, all this degeneracy and these liberal you know, policies. I mean, for the people that are. For the people that want to be bi or 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 whatever, like the one place that you would think you would not want to be bi or like openly <laughs> sexual in a way that you know you have unprotected sex, you would think the one place in America you wouldn't want to do it is San Francisco, <laughs> because of the history of syphilis and AIDS wow. and HIV and, but it's like the one place where people go to to get their freak on. It's crazy, man. Well, Lauren, I appreciate it, man. Oh, you know what? And two cops caught typhus, I think, around L.A. somewhere. One of those diseases. You know, I, I, I saw Dr. Drew talking about that on yeah. uh, one of the shows. Did you hear that Dr. Drew might be running for, uh, for, uh, for a seat down there in L.A.? You know, he's a liberal, but compared to the rest of these people, I would, I would be happy if he were in there because he's well, a little bit more sane. I would, too. You know he, he's he's got a level head, and um, you know if he runs for office, maybe he'll he'll turn right because he'll actually see some of the devastation that leftist policies have have taken. But uh, maybe I mean, it's a light in the darkness. At least Dr. Drew might be might be you know offering some kind of alternative. Yeah, I appreciate it, Lauren. Good to hear from you, man. All right, James. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. So let me get to uh, Michael out of Minnesota. Michael, thanks for holding. Oh, and then hey, Louie's back. Uh, Louie, I will hey. get to you. Hang on. Hey, Michael. Hey, James. How you doing? Doing fine. Nice to hear from you. All right. All right. I'm in your chat. I'm Michael's Trucking LLC. All right on. Yeah, I called to talk to you about the uh, AB5 or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, it, uh, the lies that that woman told, it was, it was, it was it's, it's like a mosquito at a noodle colony. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. first of all, she said that it only affects people who work three to four hours. Well, truck drivers work 70 hours a week. That's yep. normal, which is equivalent to 
equivalent to about two jobs, basically. Yeah. Uh, secondly, uh, I believe the unions are involved because I used to work for you. And one thing that they used to do was force the company to pay health insurance, which sounds like what she's doing in yep. the field. So that I know for a fact. So that's two lies right off the bat. Wow. Uh, secondly, um, the way she spoke about the minimum wage and things like that, what she don't realize is, let's say, like me, I own my own truck. But let's say I, I own multiple trucks. And let's say the government tells me I have to pay them a certain amount of hours. And, well, truck drivers, first of all, we're not paid by the hour. Most are paid by the mile. Yeah. Uh, but let's say I had to pay them by the hour. And they say, hey, you got to pay them $20, $30 an hour. Well, of course, you will have a lot of people applying for that job. Let's say two, 300 people apply for that job. And let's say out of 300, 150 of them are black and the other 150 are white. Well, because the influx came in, I pray I pay no price to discriminate. I could turn away all 150 of the blacks <laughs> and have the whites because I have another 150 to choose from. Where if you don't have a minimum wage, for every person, let's say for every black I turn around, turn around, I have to have a white to replace them. But the problem is, I may not be able to find that white at that same price. So no matter how biased I may be. My mind is thinking about the money. Right. So, really, the the minimum wage laws is really one of the most anti-Negro laws because whites, for the most part, tend to have more experience in certain areas. Yeah. So, the blacks would have an advantage to underbid the white. Yeah. And the same thing with the women. And that's how... You know women are so gullible. Yep. If men are making more, all you would simply have to do is go in and underbid them to get the job. You <laughs> yeah, can always exactly. move up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so really the feminists are being anti-feminine by doing what they're doing because, let's for instance, let's say I have a man and a woman uh, come up to a job, and this man says, uh, I want $30 an hour. And this woman said, well, you know what? Since he wants $30 an hour, I want $30 an hour. Well, this man may have more experience than her. So right off yep. the back, I'm going to choose her because I pay no price. What you want to do is you want to put a price on discrimination. Yeah. What, what I mean by that is no matter how biased a, uh, uh, uh NBA owner may be, it'll be very hard for him to operate without black. Because yep. the more games he starts to lose, the less tickets he may sell. In very competitive industries, they tend to be less, whatever that CEO views may be, he's going to be less biased because he has, he, he's trying to compete. Yeah. Whereas within more, uh, like, uh, for instance, uh, nonprofit organizations tend to discriminate more in a sense because they pay. Their income may, would be no higher or lower, no matter who they hire. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, people that people that get the pay, paid the same way, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, absolutely. Or absolutely. public sector so they, jobs. <laughs> absolutely, government jobs. Yep. I mean, they they may choose to hire all Mexicans to landscape. Yep. Because they just may need people to fill in that position. Uh, that because they're a nonprofit, they may. I mean, it's, it's, they're not going to pay any more or less, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's just mind-blowing that the lies that that woman told. I worked for a union, so I saw this stuff firsthand. They would literally hold up contracts if the company would say, well, we don't want to pay for the insurance anymore if you want more money. They would literally hold up the contract, so they would force companies to do this. So she's lying about that. Yeah. The unions, in my opinion, I can't prove it, but in my opinion, the unions are definitely behind it. All right. Appreciate that, yeah. Michael. Man, I wish yeah, you no well. Problem. Yeah, right. no problem, man. Have a good one. All right. You as well. Take care. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. You know, a lot of truckers, they they have setups where they will truck all the way to the border, Arizona-California border, or not Arizona, Nevada-California border, right? And then they'll stop 
and then they'll hire they'll hire like uh just like three truckers full time to be employees to go make the runs to run the rest of the way to truck stuff back into California because the independent contractors are not allowed to operate in California as long as they're dealing with these companies like that on the regular basis crazy anyway look back to Louie out of Idaho Louie you there I'm right here man hey thanks for calling back what's what, up yeah what's up you you called you called me <laughs> yeah what did you what did you ask me yesterday why I need therapy I didn't say you need therapy. I said, Je- did you know that Jesse Lee Peterson offers private one-on-one counseling? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do that. You you might do that? You know what? You know yeah, the I'll number to bond? What's that? Do you know the bond office number? It's No. Let me give it to you. It's easy to remember. Write it down. Write it down. All right. Yeah, it's 800-411-BOND. Eight six four one one bond. It's okay. no, it's eight hundred four one one bond. Eight hundred four one one bond. Okay. Yeah, and bond bond is two six six three. That's what the letters are. B O N D two six six three. One eight hundred four one one two six six three. And the the office opens at nine a.m. right when I start my show, and it close okay. nine a.m. Pacific time. So I guess you're in Mountain Standard Time, so it would be 10 a.m. your time. That the office opens okay. until 5 p.m. your time closes. I'm in Idaho, not Navajo. <laughs> nice. You're in Idaho and not Navajo. <laughs> Appreciate it, Louie. Good to hear from you, man. Take it easy, bye. All right. Take care. Yeah, the counseling is great. I went through counseling. I don't know if Joelle did, but it's a. Uh, I recommend it. And, um... If you hear Jesse on the shows, it's just pure common sense and in church services. But then it's, um, you can go deeper when one-on-one. Eric out of Scotland. Hey, Eric, good to hear from you. Hey, James, hi. Hey, what's up? Well, uh, first of all, I wanted to make a little comment on the vaccines. Uh, It's something that I'm really fascinated by. And I would, first of all, just encourage everyone to do their own research, which obviously is not, don't just read what Wikipedia has to say about it. Yeah. Check out the dissenting voices on the matter. See some of the documentaries. There's a really amazing book called uh, Dissolving Illusions uh, by Suzanne Humphreys, MD, and Roman Bistrianit. Appreciate but, uh, the, the tip. The question came up earlier, just to address one little question, what's in the vaccines? Uh, so I g- three little comments on that. One is how do they make the vaccines, because obviously that affects what's in the vaccines. Yeah. So did you know, you probably didn't, that uh, they're using aborted human fetuses? You know, I had heard vaccines. something along those lines. Right. Well, that's one of the ways that they're, so, you know, it's not guaranteed that every vaccine ha- contains bits of aborted baby fetus, but it's either that or they're using um, internal organs from animals yeah. and this and that. And they can't have an absolute control over what's going in. So if you, if you make a vaccine, if you fabricate a vaccine in aborted human fetus, then there's going to be little bits of, a, of human fetus in that vaccine. So you're wow. getting genetic material. So is that something that you want to be injecting into your baby, for example, you know, right. whether you're a Christian or not? Uh, and, of course, you know, there was the, the episode where they, people suddenly got, were getting swine flu uh, because they were using tainted uh, pig bits wow. to grow the vaccines and so on and so forth. Then there's the preservatives that they use for, to, um, you know, to much as we use food preservatives to keep the food from going off, they use preservatives in vaccines. Um, the most common one is mercury thimerosal, which is mercury, right? We all know that mercury is toxic. Wow. And, uh, well, you know, I, I don't want to go off on a huge big rant about it, but, you know, it's, uh, the whole thing about vaccines, really, it's, it's completely unproven science because vaccines have killed people. Yeah. Uh, you know, one in, and um, this is medically recognized, so maybe it's one in, say, 170,000 babies will die as a result of vaccines. That's considered to be, you know, collateral damage. Oh, well, 
it's okay that one baby dies for the good of all the babies that are being saved by vaccines. But actually, scientifically, you can't prove that a vaccine has ever saved anyone's life, ever. Not scientifically, <laughs> according to rigorous scientific... You can only speculate. Right. And, uh, of course, you know, vaccines is a huge industry. Uh, oh, I just remembered another thing. Louis Pasteur, so he's like the father of germ theory. I read his... his deathbed, he recanted. Uh-huh. This is, a record, this is in the historical record, because he based his research off another French scientist, and uh, I can't remember his name. He's not very well remembered, but again, you can use Google, you can find out about it. So he based his, his research off the back of another scientist, and what that guy was saying was that it's not really the germ, it's the terrain. So... You know, there, there are viruses and bacteria and fungi and everything floating around everywhere. Yeah. Why is it that some people get sick and others don't? Well, it's, it's like in the Bible, you know, you have the seed that falls on the stony ground and it doesn't grow. Yeah. You have the seed that falls on the fertile ground. So it's how we take care of our bodies. You know, if your body's full of toxins, your body actually can't detoxify itself of a lot of things, like mercury, for example. Uh, but something that's very good at dealing with mercury in the body is the candida uh, yeast. And we all have candida. If we didn't have candida in our gut, we would die. Wow. Nowadays, you've got a lot of people with candidiasis. And, uh, you know, one good reason for this, arguably, is because everybody's getting injected with mercury every time they take a vaccine. So their body isn't capable of detoxing it. And lo and behold, the, we think that the candida is our enemy, but it's actually helping us to detoxify. But then people will have the candidiasis, and they'll say, oh, I need to kill this. They'll go to the doctor and get wow. medicines, and then the medicine will make them more sick, and so on and so forth. That yeah, is interesting. I'm a medical heretic. I, I have very little faith in the modern medical establishment. When I was growing up, I had various health problems, such as asthma, food allergies, and so on. And every time, the story from the doctors was the same. There's no cure for this. <laughs> yeah. But if you take the drugs that we're giving you, uh, for the rest of your life, then you'll keep it under control. And if you don't, it'll kill you. And uh, I've repeatedly disproved this in my whole life. I, I, I've um, overcome asthma, food allergies, wow. eczema, psoriasis, all this stuff. So the, the cures are out there. But, of course, the, me the modern medical establishment won't make a lot of money by curing people. Right. They make a lot of money by keeping people sick, you know. Interesting, uh, man. Therapy and the whole cancer treatment is a good example. You just, you, well, yeah. as soon as you um, give someone chemotherapy, basically cancer arguably is caused by toxicity in the body. Yeah. So as soon as you uh, start pumping yourself with more toxins, i.e. chemotherapy, you're hardly going to solve the root problem. I know. Toxicity you in just the body. weaken your body. It's disgusting, right. man. Uh, and then, and each cancer patient is worth, I can't remember, I mean, it depends on which country you're in, but, you know, you could uh, say 60000 to a million dollars, maybe, per cancer patient. I know. They value to the medical industry. You know, like, I don't trust these cancers. Like, look at, um, look at this Susan G. Komen for the cure. And you guys can check out for yourself whether this stuff that um, Eric is saying is true. But, um, but, uh, I've heard some of it, and you know Susan G. Komen for the cure. You know those football players who wear pink um, during their football games in the NFL, and they have these ah. March for the Cure for breast cancer, right? And they have pink right. for the women. But they support abortion. They support Planned Parenthood, which does right. so-called cancer screenings, but there's an, what about the abortion breast cancer link, which they want to suppress that information. It's so well, that's corrupt. Good point because it, it's been proven that a, a, a tumor is like a puffball. When you cut a tumor, it's, it's like kicking a puffball. You cut the tumor and then it metastasizes throughout the system. So, of course, what do we do? Get everyone who might have a tumor, get them to have a biopsy. Oh, you know, man. Put a needle in it. And then, and then it's just going puff and releasing cancerous Gross. cells into the bloodstream. It's, it's really mind boggling, you know. I appreciate it, Eric. Well, good to hear from you, man. Thank you, James. I appreciate you, too. I had lots more to talk about, but I can hear the music, so I'll wait till another day. All right. Take care, man. Cheers, buddy. You, too. Bye. All right. So, guys, I heard that Project Veritas is coming out with uh, something interesting, and I heard from Mark Dice, who's uh, a fan of Jesse Lee Peterson, fellow fan of Jesse Lee Peterson, 
that um, Bernie Sanders may be addressing it at the Dem debate tonight. Dem debate tonight. <laughs> Boring, but I guess uh, I guess there may be some reason to tune in because of this Project Veritas. James O'Keefe, he does these undercover videos. Anyways, guys, we'll s make sure you check out last night's um, '90s show of the Jesse Lee Pe of the Jesse Peterson show before it was Jesse Lee Peterson show. He couldn't afford the Lee. <laughs> um, it was addressing today's youth from 1996. This is an excellent um, episode. Hour and 20 minutes. I recommend it on the Jesse Lee Peterson Jesse Lee Peterson's YouTube channel. Also up should be up on bitshoot.com/slash Jesse Lee Peterson and um, library lbry.tv/slash at Jesse Lee Peterson slash at sign with the at a with the circle. Anyways, we'll start sharing that. Um, you can find it on the YouTube channel, though. All right, guys. Take care.